Dear Z, it's late, but I've had it on my mind to write to you for weeks, and with the snow falling steadily outside, Nathaniel at band practice for another hour, it's the perfect time to start a letter. I still remember the exact moment I met you, about 15 months ago, when an email from my dear mother-in-law popped into my inbox with a link to a news article she thought I'd find interesting. Given my textbook horse girl identity growing up, including those 12 years spent competing at shows across the country almost every weekend, rain or shine, people forward me horsey stuff all the time. I don't usually dig into those links because I've mostly put the horse world behind me. I've moved on in my life, mostly. So who knows what compelled me to read that article, having ignored so many others. What I do know is that I was immediately hooked, call it love at first sight, and spent the hours afterward clicking on links, reading more articles, and watching videos all about you, including that unbelievable one. Signata coming flying on the grandstand side, Gio Ponti on the inside, Summerbird is right there. This is unbelievable! Signata! What a performance! One will never forget! Looked impossible! So you first showed up on my radar that night, but by that time you were already a proven champ. 14 races entered, 14 wins. Zenyatta, you were unbeatable. I kept reading and learned about your past, how you were born all legs in Kentucky, a big brown filly with a white blaze on your face and two white socks on your back legs. How as a yearling, you were bought for a pittance, well, by industry standards, by the founder of a major rock and roll label. How he named you Zenyatta after a song by one of the bands in his stable and moved you out to California and how you didn't even start racing until way into your third year. I guess that's a pretty late start for a racehorse, but you definitely made up for lost time, usually with your good friend Mike Smith in the saddle, decked out in those sassy pink and teal silks. At 17.2 hands, you were way taller than most of the boys you kept beating, bigger than most horses that ever stepped foot on a racetrack. But above all, it was your incredible personality that set you apart from the others. You were gentle and playful and loved posing for the camera. And then there was that dancing thing you did on your way to the starting gate every single time. Zenyatta, look what she's doing with her front right there, Randy. This is patented Zenyatta, and we'll talk about this a little later on, these dance moves that she goes through. Plus, you had that funny habit of breaking out of the gate last in every race. Zenyatta, a little slow to get going. And the bad start has Zenyatta at the back of the pack. Zenyatta is dead last. Zenyatta's dead last early. And staying back there until it seemed simply not possible for you to get to the finish line first. Zenyatta is still last, got to be a good 12 off this leader. Except that you always managed to get there first. And man, did those announcers lose it when you did. And Zenyatta just making it look all too easy. This is simply poetry in motion. How do you describe perfection? Why try? Let's just watch her run. This is Zenyatta. Zenyatta's kicked into gear, and here she comes, right on by. Zenyatta suddenly two in front. Here's the real Zen master, and she's one Zenyatta, you just kept racing and winning. I know because I started following your every move, your every race, your every Facebook post, along with your legions of fans around the world. So I remember when you got voted the second best female athlete of 2009 by the Associated Press. 
runner-up to Serena Williams. Not bad. And when that video of you drinking a Guinness out of a Tupperware container was making the rounds. Zenyatta enjoying her Guinness this morning after a nice little gallop. In March 2010, you won your 15th race. And a few months later, your 16th. And then in June, I watched your 17th race from a hotel in Dublin. It was a balmy afternoon in California where you were running and a cold and rainy early morning in Ireland where I was glued to my laptop. And I pretty much screamed at the top of my lungs along with the announcer as you zoomed up from last place to win the race. I did apologize for the noise at the front desk the next morning, but I think by then I'd crossed a line. Case in point, one night a few weeks later I came home a little tipsy from a show and bought a $43 t-shirt with a crappy iron-on illustration of you. And it's true, all I really wanted for my birthday was a plastic briar model of you, which I was lucky to even get because those sold out fast. In August, you won your 18th straight race, and then in early October, your 19th. At this point, you'd broken so many records. Dubbed the queen of racing, you'd become a superheroine to people all over the world. Even 60 Minutes caught the Zenyatta bug. Next Saturday, she could become the first great American athlete to retire undefeated in more than half a century. Then, last November, you flew east to Kentucky to run in the 2010 Breeders' Cup Classic against a daunting field of 11 other horses, all boys. This was to be your last race ever and could extend your record to an unbelievable 20 straight wins. There was so much at stake, so much pressure from all the experts and pundits and racing know-it-alls. The stakes are extremely high and not just in millions of dollars. I was really nervous for you in the days leading up to that race. Zenyatta is so adored by horse lovers that if she doesn't beat the boys and win one last time, hearts will be broken everywhere. The story will continue in a moment. I wanted to watch the Breeders' Cup in real time, but found myself at a good friend's wedding in downtown Chicago right at post time. The roar from the Churchill Downs crowd as the field is sent on the way and Zenyatta is dead last. I tried my best to pay attention to the ceremony, but was all too aware that you were galloping as fast as you could right around the time the children's choir was shouting its way through Bicycle Built for Two with the bride's name switched in for Daisy. After the ceremony, while hors d'oeuvres were passed and champagne was poured, I checked my phone, discreetly of course. And this was how I discovered that you'd lost, as they say, by a nose to blame. Everyone said you ran like a champion, but I actually could not bring myself to watch that race until I sat down to write this letter. Even two and a half months later, knowing the outcome, it still made me cry.
So Zenyatta, you finished your career with a still-dazzling 19-1 record. And there's no doubt you've left your mark on the history of horse racing, which I'll probably go back to not paying much attention to. But I will continue to follow what you're up to. A quick check-in at zenyatta.com confirms that you're now happily retired back in Kentucky at Lane's End Farm. I imagine it won't be long before they start breeding you. People can't wait to see your babies. And I like picturing you there, grazing in an enormous green pasture, surrounded by pristine white fencing, your sides heavy with foal. Maybe you're thinking back fondly on some of your most exciting victories and the roar of the crowd. Or maybe that so-bad-it's-almost-good country song written about you is stuck in your head. And Lexington's not that far away. Perfect road trip distance, in fact. Maybe I'll find my way down there soon, with an armful of carrots and a six-pack of Guinness. Your friend, Julie. Zenyatta arrives, you feel the crowd swell. Zenyatta, Zenyatta, you hear the crowd yell. Zenyatta, Zenyatta, hear everyone say, We love you, Zenyatta, and good luck today.